joined by a speaker and pastoral counsellor, also healthcare practitioner who's always on the go, always helping um, out in the hospital where she works, Mashadi Munareng. And uh, today, Mashadi is going to help us understand self-actualization as a basic need. A very good morning and blessings to you, uh, Mashadi. How are you doing? Good morning, Patricia. I'm doing well and good morning to the listeners as well. How are you doing? Oh, we are keeping warm. <laughs> we are keeping warm. Um, yeah, and uh, that's both externally and internally. Are you on yeah. shift? Yeah, I'm on shift, actually. Mm. And are it's you warm? Cold. Are you warm? <laughs> you know what? We're working in ICU, so we can only um, manipulate a condition to a certain level because it needs to be in a certain temperature to prevent organisms and, and um, um, bacteria and what what from growing. So, yeah, you just have to dress warm when you're not waking. When you're waking, you undress because then you have to be there below your elbows. So, yeah, we are cool. The weather is quite hectic, but uh, it's expected it's winter, isn't it? Um, So, we are going to be talking about self-actualization as a basic need. Let's start off by um, getting a definition or an understanding of what self-actualization is. I'm actually glad because Obama Gubani was talking about this last week where everybody is, is born with something. You know, a gift or something, and and or a calling or something, and actually, I mean, self actualization means exactly that. That you realize in your dream, you've been true to yourself. You you work towards achieving your dreams, and it causes inner peace. Once you realize your dreams and you achieve them, you work towards them and you feel fulfilled. Then you you get that inner peace. It's just a sense of becoming or a sense of being what you were called or born to be. Mm. Kind of like self-awareness, deeper, mm. Uh, mm. deeper level of self-awareness, yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, so, it, it sounds like from the definition, everyone should have this. It's an innate thing. We should have this. But clearly that's not the case. Not really. Apparently, um, psychologists, um, Maslow, Abraham Maslow came with the term self-actualization and he says it's a drive that we all have. You know, we all have this inner drive to become something. It's just that because now he puts it in, into his uh, uh, basic needs, that hierarchy of basic needs, as, as the last need that we have as human beings and now um, maybe uh, putting it at the top, but from the bottom, you start with the physiological needs like your food, your air to breathe or whatever, and then it comes with the need for safety, the need for social needs, like your social needs to be love and belonging, your esteem, self-respect, respect for others and by others, and then comes self-actualization. And he says that 
if you don't meet any of those needs, it's difficult to to realize who you are and 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 be motivated or that for that desire to be to to be aroused within you that you want to be what you are called to be because you are focusing on other needs that are actually rated as more important than than becoming or self growth. Mm. So what are the characteristics of a person who has self-actualized? These are people who have a, a continued freshness of appreciation. They appreciate themselves as they are. They love themselves as they are. They appreciate the basics of life that they have. You know, you, you don't need to be rich. You don't need to be in a, in a, in a certain social status before you can appreciate who you are as a person, as a human being, and ap- appreciate the basic goods that you have, or, 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 you know, the fact that you still have a shelter, even though it's not the type of shelter that you dream about, but at least you still have a shelter, you can still have a meal, even though it's not what you would have loved to eat that night, but you still have it and you appreciate it without feeling ashamed um, and without feeling apologetic about it. You know, they, they accept reality as it is. They accept their desires and they, their feelings or the needs that they have without being ashamed of them. Like, if I have a desire to to maybe um, move out of a certain place to a certain place, I don't feel ashamed about it because that desire is not, is not fueled or motivated by what people are saying or what people think about me. It's just what I, I would love to have. And I feel like if I can move to that place, I will be happy and I will have inner peace and whatnot. And it's not toxic and it's not driven by, by grief. Uh, they are authentic. They don't try to fit in to groups where they don't belong. They don't try to become the other person because you feel like they are more gifted than you are. You are comfortable in your gift and, and your calling and your talent and your capabilities. And you don't, you don't feel threatened by the other person. You don't feel jealous uh, <laughs> over the other person because they have, you feel like they've achieved. Uh, you, you, they have a true uh, sense of of, of healthy uh, perceptions that are not uh, built out of assumptions. You know, you perceive a person as they are, and you 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 you, you learn or you try to. To, to know the person, not because somebody tells you that someone is like this and you take it at trade value and you just you conclude. And, you know, we have these people that hate people because their friends hate them without true knowledge of the other person, only to find maybe your friend has an issue with jealousy or maybe your friend has an attitude that the other person is not tolerating. They just maybe were assertive against them and they decided to hate them or something like that. So people who are self-actualized, they, they really um, accept or, or, or they have a, a healthy perception based on what they have learned for themselves, not based on what the other person said or what, what the community is saying or what uh, society is saying. They, they have a deeper sense of people. They realize their people and they feel uh, a responsibility to accomplish their people come what may, you know. And... Um, they they they, some, they they have love and affection for other people. You know, they feel 
a belonging, you know, and, and love for humanity in general. Whatever they want to do or whatever they are doing or whatever they feel they were called to do is mostly to, to fulfill the needs of others or to, to help others. Uh, they are selfless beings, beings, if I can put it that way. Um, they have a creative spirit. You know, they, they, are, they are flexible and, and creative in whatever they feel they need to be doing without uh, being apologetic about it and also without being arrogant about it. They are spontaneous and natural. They, they enjoy healthy privacy. They can live with themselves. They use privacy as, as a means to, to, get to, 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 to get in touch with themselves, not to avoid people. Uh, they do have meaningful relationships and they value meaningful relationships and they thrive in meaningful relationships, but they still love being by themselves and it's okay um, in a very healthy way. Yeah. Mm, you know, you make it sound like the people who are called content <laughs> in the nutshell. People, mm. uh, so I'm I'm correct. It's people who are content, yeah. but not content in a in a compliant way. Just no. because I have to, because it's people who are content because they know they have um, assessed themselves. People who are introspective, um, and 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 people who are uh, introspective and appreciative, despite yeah. where they find themselves. Yeah. You talk about creativity. You say people who have self-actualized are also very creative. Mm. What sort of creativity is this? Is it creativity to navigate circumstances and situations? Yeah. Or is yeah. it uh, uh, artistic creativity? In general. You know, they, some are artistic. Some are able to, to deal with situations, to navigate through life. You know, they can... <laughs> You know, a, a person who is self-actualized can be in a certain space at a certain time and know that I'm not supposed to be here. I know that I am going left. I'm supposed to be going left. And they are creative about uh, um, creating a vision for themselves to get to where they are supposed to be, accepting when they, where they are now and not um, like gracefully so, but they, they still have the ability to work their ways around life and situations. Hmm. There are people who are able to navigate. Uh, you, um, is it emotional intelligence that these people clearly have? Emotional mm -hmm. intelligence, because if it wasn't for that, sometimes it's difficult to navigate through this life. Yeah. You know what? It, it's actually emotional intelligence coupled with uh, adaptability intelligence because they can just survive either way and, 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 and try to be creative about it and try to thrive where they are now. Meanwhile, they are not staying and camping where they are not supposed to be. They're actually working towards uh, becoming who they were born to be. Mashadi, now, if one says, I'm not at a point where I, I mm. feel I have self-actualized. What can I do to get there? How can you assist that person? What are the steps to, uh, that they need to follow? Mm. First of all, you need to get to know your, your core strength. I, I would say, um, and weaknesses too, because when you know your strength and you, know, you don't know your weaknesses, somehow 
you have not you, you cannot accept reality of who you are so and also you cannot uh, 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 accept your areas of growth and self spiritual actualization is actually more even about personal growth you know so uh, uh, realizing or knowing your core strengths it goes in the end with knowing your your limitations and your weaknesses and then secondly you have to learn to stay in your lane I, I always say, you know, don't don't envy somebody. You don't know how they got where they are. You don't know how hard they've worked. People work hard. People don't sleep. You know, people people are, are, are just so determined to reach their goals. And they get there whilst you are going through life, you know, experiencing this good life thing that everybody's talking about. And when you see them where they are or where they're supposed to be, you start to envy them and you want to be like them and you you, you want to now uh, maneuver things, even wrongly, to get to a certain place. No, learn how to stay in your lane and be patient with yourself. Understand that we don't grow together at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. we, we grow, yeah, we, we, all, we all have our... our a, a, a pace that we, we that goes with our personality and our temperament, and I think that's how God has wired us. So, if you have not reached a certain level of emotional intelligence, as we say, don't be ashamed about it. Accept the desire to to reach that level of emotional intelligence, and uh, accept your weaknesses and your needs for growth, and work on them. Ashamedly, so you know um, you need to. Now start crafting your personal vision for the person you want to become. You know, I always say vision is actually an imagination that you have. For me, I can I, I see in, in images, and I have interpreted image. So I'm always writing. I have lots and lots of journals. So when I see an image, I, I want to interpret it, and I, I write down everything that I see, interpret that image. And I know that once I'm done to, to where I feel exhausted of ideas of what this thing can be, eventually I will get to the core of what it really is. And so once you have your, 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 your vision and you have written it down, then you can put together like your basic development plan where you now decide should you go for coaching, should you first study this, should you um, go for, because we, 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 it's always about studying and, and, and businesses and whatever, but what if it's something else, you know, using your hands, you know, uh, like chefs, I love chefs, I think they have the capability of making the most money, <laughs> I wish I had that question, <laughs> you know, and, and, and you know how how people can be creative in, with their baking, it's like, oh my God, mm. it's amazing. You know, uh, and, and, and creativity in terms of your makeup artists, you know, your, your image consultants, things like that. We, we don't have to all be the same, become the same thing. You have your own that you can actually function in passionately and find a space where you are fulfilled with inner peace and, and, and you can live and, and thrive without limitations and without uh, shame, you know. And then you can now, once you've, once you've crafted your gift, I mean, you've really written it down, interpreted it, then once you've put together a plan of how you want to reach that goal 
or how you are going to become the person you want to become, then you walk in that path of self-mastery, where now you have to have self-discipline. It's very difficult. Because, oh, you don't have to be difficult, but it's very challenging because it's something. <laughs> it's very challenging. It's a word. And so um, you, you, you have to... You, you have to, to, to kill certain things and certain desires that are destructive in your life and within yourself. And you have to, it, you, you don't know how much it pays to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice certain things. You okasimu nothing every day and things you can become. You know, you're going to reach a certain age and, and realize you've wasted so much time. You know, we can always go whenever, we can do it moderately. Sometimes you have to stay away from it for a moment. You know, it's not that you, you have to give away your life and, and stop living and just focusing on No, it's a momentary thing. Once you've done with it, then you can breathe, then you can exhale, then you can then you can have fun again. But while having fun, you understand that you have not yet reached your, your, your destination. There is still more to be done. Then you have to go back again through the steps and, 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 and realize, okay, I can get here, but I, I'm strong here in terms of getting to my, my next level now. But I have these weaknesses that I must work on so that they don't distract me, so that I can move freely to become who I am called to be. And it, it's mm-hmm. a vicious cycle like that. Yeah. Okay, there are people who are struggling with um, with things like depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, just mental health issues. Mm-hmm. People who are struggling with mental health issues, how does self-actualization assist them? Or how are they hampered from realizing uh, self-actualization? You know, I feel like um, uh, uh, somehow, if you know who you are, if you are aware of yourself, uh, one of the characteristics that I, I love and I, I wish I can say I am fully there is acceptance of reality. You know, once you, you, you are self-actualized, you are a self-actualized person, you accept reality as it is, it's difficult for you to fall into a state of, of depression, you know? Because you, you accept challenges and instead of, of um, staying in your pit and not wanting to see people, not feeling like doing anything, you are actually, the desire to become grown even more, you actually become creative and work towards becoming or work towards get, getting out of this pit, navigating out of this pit. But also, with that being said, if you are not in a where you are working, either working towards fulfilling your potential, or you are where you feel like you, you have reached a state where you, you are you are you are fulfilling your mission. You have something that I call identity crisis because you are not you are not who you are supposed to be, you know. And your inner being, that inner desire, is crying out to become who you were called to be. Now, because you are not responding to the call of your purpose, then you, 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 you experience that inner conflict and it affects yourself, your sense of self-worth. It affects your relationships. It affects everything and, 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 and everything about you in every way you are. 
you become this person who is so not in touch with themselves, negative, because you are in the wrong place. And you're not actually even working towards getting out to be or to go where you're supposed to be. Maybe your your purpose seems like it, it, it's too big. It scares you. And so you you feel like you don't know how to get there. You don't want to talk about it because many people will think you're crazy. Keeping quiet about it and you're remaining in a state where you're not supposed to be and now the conflict grows bigger and bigger and you become depressed. Or maybe even mm. anxious. You get anxiety attacks mm. and all. Yeah. Mm. But can self-actualization become an antidote uh, to, to depression? Yes, it is. Definitely. Mm. It is. Just imagine... How, how I, I, so? I'm looking at all these characteristics and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm not even halfway, you know? Just imagine having all 18 characteristics that Matthew's talking about and uh, 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 meeting challenges and just navigating through them like they are nothing, you know, they're just a way of life. You you end up being so, so strong and ad- adaptable, you know, you get to a place where you adapt to the situation now and you're creative about getting out and life becomes as easy as that. You know, you meet a challenge and you all, sometimes when you don't even, there are people that are actually saying bring it on. When they don't meet challenges, they, they don't feel good because those challenges are actually a drive for them to become. And yet we are afraid of challenges because we have not really reached a full sense of self-actualization and self-awareness. So I think the more you know yourself and the more you accept yourself with your weaknesses, you don't just accept your strength. You have weaknesses. I always say a person has the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the ugly mm. is that part that we also we all don't want to face. We don't even want people to know about. That makes us feel so ashamed. But it's part of who we are. And the minute you accept your ugly, you work towards it. That is where your areas of self-growth start before you get to the best. And, 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 and transform that ugly to the good or to the better, you know? So that, that's where now we say you are becoming a best version of yourself because you, with that as you are still yourself. <laughs> it, it doesn't change that you are you, you know, but working on them daily and, and, and inten- intentionally so makes it easier for you to, to, to be fulfilled and to live a life of peace. I don't want to say to be happy because you cannot always be happy. They are challenges. Sometimes you are sweat. And to say you are a self-actualized person doesn't mean you don't need challenges, doesn't mean you don't get upset, doesn't mean you don't, you don't um, throw the ball sometimes. You do. But because you are creative and, and natural, it's easy for you to bounce back. You are so flexible. So, yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, let's wrap up uh, today's uh, discussion on self-actualization. Mashadi, what are your closing uh, comments? My closing comment would be that um, I think when I, when I, when I tuned in, actually, we were playing my song uh, by Africa, Africa, and I'm like, I feel like this is our time. In as much as we look around and we see um, the depth of the challenges that we think we are facing as a country in South Africa and as a continent, somehow there is the, 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 our inner uh, um, uh, deep 
feeling or sense of being is actually being said. You know, we are in a place where it's time for us to own up to who we are. I, I love, I love Africans because I feel we are the most intelligent people. We are the most uh, pre- uh, people who work with precision, and we are the most, you know, we. We, we are the most creative people. You don't have to be in that a certain level of education to reach to a certain place. It's just that we focus more on the things that we feel are, are pulling us down. Instead of waking ourselves out of those situations, we can be and dwell there, which is not good for us. We, we have more. We have more to offer the world. We have more to offer mm. the world. Mm. Oh, we have more. On that note, thank you so very much, uh, Mashadi. Um, as a pastoral counsellor, how do people get in touch with you to get counselling sessions? Uh, we can get in touch with me on 081-802-6194. Just send a WhatsApp text. I try to respond. Actually, I do respond. Someone said he was surprised that I responded so quickly. <laughs> but yeah, I do respond. Oh, thank you so very much, though. Uh, we appreciate you fully. Thank you so much. And I love being here. I love it here. It's a sensation of growth, <laughs> even for me. You know, you think, you think you're talking to people who are listening, but you're actually talking to yourself through people. And mm. I, I think it's just amazing for me. It's an amazing place to be. Thank you very much, uh, Mashadi. You're welcome.